Hey, hey, everybody, it's your girl, Crystal Gray. So, this first recording, um, I just want to put myself out there a little bit uh, so everybody can get to know me, which if you continue listening to me, you will um, get to know me very well. So, my name is Crystal Gray. I recently just turned 37 um, January the 11th. So, I am a Capricorn, which a lot of people find it hard to read. Capricorns, period. <laughs> a lot of people find it hard to kind of read me. They can't really tell, you know, how I'm feeling, what I'm going to say. So, we'll get into all of that in more episodes. Um, I grew up in a small town in Georgia, um, Reynolds, Georgia, and the county is Taylor County. Um, and for a lot of people nowadays, it's Tillett County, which we'll get into that also during um, <laughs> some future episodes. Um, you'll find out why. Well, you probably can already kind of figure out why it's called Tillett County. It's very, very small. Um, so we'll go over that <laughs> later on, too. Um, I have two children. I have a four-year-old little girl and a five-year-old little boy. Pretty sure I'll be telling y'all some stories about them. Kids are so freaking funny. Like, some of the stuff that my son says, like, I can't even get mad about it because he's right. Like, even though he's five, um... He's still his own person, still has his own little individuality and personality. So, I know a lot of people out there have kids. I might even have another mom on. So, we can just talk about being moms. Um, Some other things that people may or may not know about me. Um, I have been in a lot of relationships we're going to talk a lot about relationships um and I'll get into some detail about a couple of the relationships that I've been in um in my life a lot of them uh were with females (laughs) so a lot of people don't know that and I'm going to have a lot of people on to talk about, we're going to talk about sexuality, the good, the bad. We're going to talk about family secrets. We are going to definitely hit on mental health um, because I have had a bout with anxiety and depression myself. Um, That right there is like... A bunch of shows, (laughs) a bunch of shows that I could put together talking about that. Um, Just to give you a little rundown on that, uh, my bout with depression and anxiety. And let's see, it'll be two years 
in this coming up March that um, when I look back at everything that I went through, but March of 2017 was horrible for me. Um, only thing I'm going to give y'all about that is if I would not have recognized what I was going through and knew that I needed to seek help, then I probably would not be sitting here talking to you all today because if I would not have sought help, I probably would have been on medication for the rest of my life, not able to take care of my kids and just crazy out here, like for real. Um, I know a lot of people that have been through that. I know a lot of people who still battle with it. I still have episodes of anxiety. Um, the depression is not as bad. Um, now, I stopped taking meds and I have found other ways to combat my anxiety and depression. And um, I will have some wonderful people on to talk about that and I just want to be able to help other people other people who feel like they don't have a voice or that their voice doesn't matter that's who I want to speak up for um I want to talk about things on my show that people do not often talk about um and some of the things people have never talked about um, because we have been so programmed through society and programmed um, with this bad family tree <laughs> that we have this secret family tree that you know nobody wants us to know about but a lot of people have questions and I really want to be able to get some answers out um about why certain things happen especially among the black community um we're going to talk about rape we're going to talk about molestation we're going to talk about how uncle larry is still able to come around the family and everybody knows that he has slept with cousins nieces and probably some nephews and some boy cousins too we're going to talk about that um, we're going to talk about trauma. We're going to talk about how different traumas have affected people, um, including myself. And we're also going to go over triggers. Trigger What triggers you to make you go back to that place? Um, whether it was a good experience um, for you. Because I have heard that, you know, some people, they, for some strange reason, and this is them, that they liked it and it did something to them um, growing up and into adulthood as they are now. Um, my case was not so severe um, that I have triggers. You know, once I talk about it with somebody, it may be some that come up. But as of now, I cannot say that I have any triggers pertaining to that. 
other events that happen in my life yes I do have triggers um we're gonna talk about abusive relationships we're gonna talk about how the person that is being abused ends up staying in the relationship so long we're gonna talk about that because a lot of people who have not been in the situation they have no idea they don't understand so we're gonna get some clarification going with that we're gonna talk about a lot of things um i really wanted to start another platform um just so that my voice could be heard i never thought that i would be doing anything like this to send out amongst (laughs) the world for everybody to be able to hear um but here i am i'm doing it and my little motto before i started recording was you know ain't nothing to it but to do it so that's what i'm doing um i am still working on a web page i have to get um an email going and the name of my podcast which i probably should have been told you all is going to be called crystal clear the reason why it's going to be called crystal clear is because i plan on being super transparent um and i want to have guests on my show that are also transparent like it's time out for the playing it's time out for the games um there are some real pressing issues out here that people try to sweep under under the rug and that they don't want to talk about they don't want to acknowledge it they just want to keep going through life and putting blinders on putting this block on their brain to the point where they almost think they forget about it almost but i can say firsthand that you never forget about it um if anything you have to deal with it head on um something else we're going to talk about and this is going to light my fire this is something that i have not been doing that long um And a lot of people are going to be surprised by this, but I practice witchcraft. Yes, your girl is a witch. Don't call me to do any spells. I'm not that advanced yet. (laughs) Plus, you know, you don't want just anybody doing things for you. And I'm not just going to do that for anybody. But yeah, um, I have been learning a lot along the way a lot um we are about to celebrate my granny's 90th birthday party in march so i have to find plane tickets for that um it will be so much easier if like kids did not have to pay to fly because like these plane tickets are ridiculous it's going to cost us uh, at least $1,200 or more to fly home to Georgia from El Paso, where I'm currently living. 
Um, oh yeah, guys, and we're gonna talk about that too. How I ended up in El Paso. So we gotta prepare for that. Plane tickets are ridiculous. Um, yeah, I know a lot of people who probably go through that, and I need to find like a travel agent. I need to call some people. I know a lot of people. And I know I know a travel agent. So I got to get him on the phone so he can help me out. Um, You guys, like, I'm just excited to get this show started. Um, I made a post today on Facebook and it said, you know, stop. And I can't remember the exact words. I'm sorry. But it's pretty much telling you, stop talking yourself out of wanting something just because you don't see how you're going to get it. And this is one of those times for me that I really just had to jump out there. Um, I'm going to put my face out there. I'm going to put my name out there and hopefully my listeners are going to share my episodes um i would love to have like celebrity guests one day i would love to have different doctors and psychiatrists and just all types of people i love to talk i love to get information out to people um in ways that they normally would not hear it um a lot of things that i talk about on facebook um, are not as controversial. Uh, I can't even say it, y'all. Controversial um, or triggering. That's going to be a word that's used a lot. Um, things that I talk about on Facebook are not as triggering as what we're going to be discussing on Crystal Clear Podcast. Um, I'm just so excited about what's to come um and this episode here of course is just the introduction um i will be back with some other things i'm gonna have my website done i need to get a show line up going i already have subjects i already have a couple of people lined up who are excited about coming on and co-hosting with me being my guest so, yeah, um, I am a very humble person, um, and so a lot of my excitement is on the inside. I'm not one of those jump up and down and clap type of people. Um, I, I use the energy, that positive energy that I get. And it just boosts me to keep going and doing other things. Um, I just don't feel like... Now, one day, it may change. But I just don't feel like that right now, at this moment, is a time that I can jump up and down and hoorah and turn flips. And maybe I need somebody to talk to me about that. Maybe... Me thinking to myself, oh, well, that's just how I act. 
maybe I'm hiding something. Maybe I'm holding on to something that I need to let go of because I want to be that person. I really do. I want to be the jump up and down and turn flips <laughs> type of person. And I want to help other people to become that person also. Like, I want everybody to be walking around here thinking on a whole different level. I want everybody to be walking around here smiling and feeling themselves and letting go of trauma and heartache and disappointments and negative self-talk, all of those things are things that we are going to talk about on my show, Crystal Clear. <sighs> Maybe one day I'll have more confidence because even though I'm on here recording, um, I and I'm 37 years old, <laughs> and to me, in some ways, it sounds kind of sad, but I'm like, why am I just now able to be myself? Why am I just now able to say, fuck what everybody thinks, this is what I want to do, and this is what I'm going to do? But it's a time and place for everything, and um, this is my time, and apparently I was in the right place at the right time. <laughs> so I look forward to getting emails. I look forward to getting the phone calls and the messages and everything that is coming my way that, it's, that is positive. Everything that is coming my way that is positive, I receive it right now. I'm going to go ahead and give my ashay, my thanks, my thank you, my, I can't say nothing in any other languages because I don't know it, <laughs> but just thank you all in advance for everything. It's your girl, Krista. So, welcome to the show, Crystal Clear, where transparency is key. And we are going to continue to keep it real and keep it raw <laughs> and keep it as open and as transparent as possible. So, if you have not listened to my introductory episode go listen to it after you finish this go listen um that will give you a breakdown of um some of the topics that will be discussed on the show and I will have people messaging me or voice messaging me to let me know what topics everybody wants to hear about um and if you want to come on as a guest we can set that up, discuss that, and get that rolling too. So just let me know. But this episode, I am going to 
start off by pretty much just putting it out there um like I said I want to be as transparent as possible and this episode here is going to be um kind of a continuation from an introductory episode um because I'm going to start telling you all more about myself and my past um and see if you can relate so this is going to be (laughs) an interesting um thing for me to discuss because um only the people who were close to me at the the time that this happened no no (laughs) what went on and like how real and raw it was but I'm going to try to explain it to the best of my ability so you all can get a feel for what happened. So, this is going to be about me and when I first started dabbling into um, being sexual with other women. So, it started when I was about 14 um I met this girl we end up being like the best of friends and she pulled me aside one day when I was at her house and she said I have something to tell you so I'm like okay so she's trying to like break it down to me as much as possible and now I know that she did it the way she did it or said said it the way that she said it was because she didn't want to lose me as a friend um and she thought that I wouldn't understand so she ends up telling me that she is bisexual so me being me and I'm still the same way to this day is nothing that anybody can say to me that is a surprise um when it comes to sexuality so (laughs) uh I took the news pretty good and she was happy so after that I think that opened up like a whole can of stuff for her um as far as experimenting that's what she called it um and it ended up opening up a whole (laughs) a whole whole bunch of stuff for me too so it started out, you know, we used to party together a lot. And I ended up in a few situations um dealing with threesomes. <laughs> um dealing with being the person in the room while somebody else was doing what they do. Um and it kind of like spiraled <laughs> after that. So, eventually, I end up meeting um, this girl. I used to go to the gay club a lot. Um, I end up meeting this girl. Not going to say any names. We're just going to say S. So, I met S. And we hit it off. um, Or so I thought we did. I was really just so curious and intrigued because back then I was attracted to studs so for people who don't know what a stud is a stud is 
a lesbian female um that dresses like a guy or consider her considers herself taking on sort of a male role in a relationship um so that's what I was attracted to so (laughs) and everybody knows this like it's not even a joke it's true but people say it's a joke because we all know that once you are in the gay lesbian bisexual whatever you want to call it world everybody knows that if you (laughs) especially if you're young once you meet a female and y'all kick it and end up sleeping together like it's time to move in two days knowing each other and I am like calling somebody to come move my couch and my (laughs) my stuff into your house like that's how it was um for us then I'm not sure if it's still the same way now um somebody let me know um (laughs) I don't see much changing um with that but yeah somebody let me know if it's still like that um met the girl end up moving in with her I had lost my mind y'all lost it (laughs) lost it so this particular girl is she was the type of stud that um at the time I couldn't tell but eventually I knew like she had been through some stuff she had had like a, a rough life uh street life which I knew nothing about um I came from a very small town we really did not like go to the so-called city that much but I knew nothing about it so come to find out she had had a rough life and all this kind of stuff she was the type of person that did not want to receive anything she just wanted to give as far as the sex went and I thought that was kind of weird but I was so in love until I just thought that's how it was supposed to be um eventually that got old (laughs) because you know I'm like if I'm gonna be with a female I want to be with a female like I'm not trying to like just let you do all this stuff to me not saying that I didn't enjoy it but I want to reciprocate and we'll get into what happened with me reciprocating uh later (laughs) so come to find out y'all this lady's mother was the neighborhood crack dealer. Do you hear me? The neighborhood crack dealer was her mother. And my dumb ass, I'm walking the streets with them. She's giving me these little bags saying, hold this. And I think back and I'm like, I was so naive. I was so stupid. I didn't even know what it was. I just, I knew that she was giving me something to put in my shirt because she didn't want to get caught with it. So I'm thinking since I'm (laughs) younger than her or whatever, then uh, if I do get caught, then I won't go to jail. Um, And part of it was me just trying to prove that I was down. Um, Like I could have (sighs) got... So many bad things could have happened to me 
and I didn't even know it at the time. Like, it was crazy. So, me and this girl, S, um, we were really bad for each other. Um, really, really bad for each other. Um, I know a lot of people say that, you know, domestic violence, uh, it was an argument with that too. Domestic violence is between a man and a woman. If two women are fighting, that's not considered domestic violence. But now, nowadays, it is. So, we we fought. Like, physically fought. I started fearing for my life. It was a couple of incidents that happened. Um, one that I can remember... I was off the floor. My feet were dangling off the floor. She had me by my neck up against the wall, like trying to kill me. Yeah, crazy. Um, She cursed out my mama (laughs) and my grandmama. This is how stupid I was, y'all. I stayed. I still stayed. Like they came looking for me, trying to see what was going on with me. I was, ugh. I was so dumb. Oh, my God. So, um, I tried to run her over with my car. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of crazy stuff going on. So, what ended it was, you know, I just, I, I eventually got tired. Um, I didn't want to live that way anymore. So, I left. Uh, but in my preparation for leaving, she almost like really took my life. Like this was a real close call. And so happened, it was two of our mutual friends over at the house. And, uh, I had on like this, it was wintertime. I remember it was cold because I had on this big bubble jacket. So I'm putting on my jacket and next thing I know, I hear screams and hollering and I hear like this rip but I don't feel anything so I turn around the two friends are holding her this bitch has a I don't know how many inch long butcher knife in her hand she sliced the back of my coat that's it like just the slice the outside this heifer was trying to kill me so they really like did it like I left stuff behind I didn't give a shit I was just ready to go I knew that I could replace that stuff and it was no problem but of course you can't replace your life um so that happened and like the second relationship that I got into um it was cool but it was another forced relationship. Um, and I eventually ended up like just being done with that relationship too. It's like five or six more that I got to go through. We, you know what? We're going to have to do another uh, part two. Part two to this. Part two. What am I going to What am I going to title it part two of my uh lesbian life confessions <laughs> we'll figure it out y'all I figured it out so <laughs> the 
that life was not something that I ever saw myself in. Um, but it happened. It was fun. It was so fun. Uh, so I was, or so I thought at the time. It was fun. Um, and I think that now because, of course, I had no responsibilities at all. So it was me working at McDonald's. <laughs> I had two roommates. So my little McDonald's check was going toward crazy shit. And that's how I ended up like just out there. I was out there. Y'all, I started popping pills, ecstasy pills. Um, yeah. I started losing so much weight to the point that like my neck was so little. I was walking around looking like a freaking bobblehead. <laughs> it was horrible. It was so horrible. I'm walking around looking like a fucking bobblehead, thinking I'm cute. And you know, like if for the people who have done it, if you take if you taking ecstasy pills, like you go out to the club. You think you're the finest thing in the building. Um, yes. We had our shades on. And I used to try to figure out, okay, why do people have shades on, like, in the daytime? And, not the daytime, y'all. I'm sorry. At night. And, like, you, it's night. Shades are meant for the sun, <laughs> and sunniness you have shades on at night i figured out why because like your pupils they dilate and they do crazy shit so in order for people to not tell that you are like geeking geek the geek that was like our favorite song back then (laughs) but for people to not know or for you to think that people didn't know that you was geeking on something, some pills, some powder. I never did powder before. Never did powder. I did pills. Um, <laughs> we had we put shades on because like you look like a fucking alien zombie motherfucker walk around the club <laughs> like all bug eyed looking at people, and I remember. I had no idea that, like, you have involuntary movements when you took this fucking pill. So, I am, like, they're having to give me gum. I'm chewing on tops from freaking drink bottles, um, straws, (laughs) all kinds of shit, just so I wouldn't, like, chew my tongue. Because you having these involuntary movements with your mouth and like you can bite your tongue and split that bitch in half and like you're bleeding profusely out of the mouth and you wouldn't even know it. Like that's how strong that shit was. I wouldn't take that shit now though. I'll tell you that. Cause even though we was young and dumb, the shit they had back then <laughs> I think was more legit than this stuff that they have now. Like it's horrible now people crazy but um yeah I was I was like a party animal my favorite store to shop at was oh my god what was it I don't even think they have the store anymore 
but one of them was rainbow i'm not saying anything about anybody that shops at rainbow what i'm saying is (laughs) what i'm saying is rainbow was my store to go to for the short dresses the short skirts the see-through whatever it was um my little heels my accessories like everything that was the store rainbow was the store to go in so i'm going out i'm like i said i'm dropping weight so i'm looking different so i'm in a size small a small like no i oh no i don't even think i have any pictures from that i'm glad i don't but i was in a size small so i got these party dresses half of my ass is out i don't care like I did not care. I took that pill and life was great. <laughs> like life was so easy and just easy, breezy, carefree. Like I didn't give a fuck about nothing. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad that like in the midst of everything that was going on at the time because yeah I was I was still hey this 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 is the catch yeah I was still sleeping with guys it was one guy at the particular time that I was still sleeping with I'm just so glad that I did not like get pregnant during that time uh especially between the ages of 20 and I'm gonna say 25 yeah it would have been rough on me but what, what I tell everybody, because, like, all of a sudden, I just, I got two babies. Like, all of a sudden, Crystal Pratt, what? Crystal is who? She, she what? She got two babies. So, I think a lot of what saved me, I'm going to say saved me, but what I'm trying to say is, the reason why <laughs> I went so long and did not get pregnant is because I was with females for years, years, years. Um, now that I think about it, majority of my relationships were with females. So from out of high school, well, a little, about a year and a half out of high school, I'll say, yeah, uh, it was girls. So from 19, 20 to about 29, (laughs) yeah. So that's a big a big period in my life where, you know, yeah. It was all about the girls. It was all about it was all about me and the girls. Um but I I had fun. And to jump ahead just a little bit, uh now I do consider my I do consider myself bisexual. Um for a long time and this was me like kind of getting out of the life I thought that I was living life all wrong um the reason why things weren't happening for me that were good is because I was just living this life that was against God and I was like condemned to hell and all this kind of shit so I stopped dating girls, started dating guys, and 
for a long time I think I tried to suppress it because I still found myself like looking at females and I know that there are like 100% straight females out there that can admire another pretty female um but for me it was like I was looking I was looking looking like it wasn't oh she pretty no it was damn she is fine like I'm looking up and down up and down so I kept that to myself for a few years I'll say I kept that to myself for about four years and then all of a sudden I was like fuck it like it is what it is I asked myself what is something that you're feeling or something that was in your life that you stopped doing or tried to suppress that if you release it and accept it is going to help you to like just be more of you be able to give a more authentic you and that was what it was I still like females like really really like it wasn't no I'm just looking no, it was, I'm about to try to see what's going on with her <laughs> type thing. That's what it was. Um. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of other women out there <laughs> that are bisexual than I thought. Because, you know... Everybody thinks every time they go through something that they're going through it alone. I'm all alone. And nobody else is going through this. So nobody else can relate. Lies. I tell you. Lies. (laughs) It's always going to be somebody that can relate. All the time. It's always going to be somebody that can relate to your story in some kind of way. A lot of people think that if if somebody else's story or the things that happen to them aren't exactly like what happened to you that you can't relate but just like um a story in a book that's about whatever like everybody's going to interpret it different so of course everybody's life and what they went through and how they dealt with it or how they saw it it's gonna be different but with that being said we are also still the same whether people want to you know realize it or not so just remember you are not alone um I don't know how many people can relate to my story so far um y'all let me know (laughs) give me some feedback let me know what y'all thinking out there um And like I said, if anybody wants to schedule a segment with me to come on and discuss this topic um, or any other topic, like I said, let me know. I'll be more than happy to um, discuss with you and, hey, get get the words out there (laughs) to the ears of the people. So... Um, I am about to sign off, y'all. Um, go back, listen to my introductory episode if you have not already. Um, share this 
if you feel like it was of some value share this if you just want somebody else to hear it if somebody else is going through if somebody else's story uh appears to be similar to mine reach out i'm here if y'all got any questions for me i'd be happy to answer them um and yeah so that's gonna do it for my second episode y'all second episode we're gonna keep this thing going we're gonna keep it going so that does it for my second episode there will be a part two to this story a continuation of my story um to do with females other females sexuality bisexuality lesbianism I I don't like that word lesbianism like it's some kind of disease or something but anyway (laughs) toodles